your money, 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 money. That's uh, what we're going to be talking about now here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Because more of your money is going to be going out for infrastructure. And it looks like they're trying to pass even more spending out of Congress to spend on uh, social service programs and new programs. And to talk about that and more is Congressman Rodney Davis. He joins us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 811. Congressman, thanks for taking time. You guys have had a pretty busy couple of weeks there in, uh, in the U.S. House. What's going on? You know, we really have, Greg. It's been interesting, but just watching the Democrats with their small majority still do nothing about inflationary pressures in this country, do nothing about our border crisis, and do nothing about the violent crime crisis in this country. It's just, it's it's actually, um, it's disappointing, but the consequences are so serious that we've got to have a change. So we saw the infrastructure spending uh, that was uh, $1.2 trillion, roads, bridges, transit projects, and some green energy programs thrown into the mix as well. Uh, you did not support that, right? Uh, how come? I, I didn't support it because it was too intertwined with the recently passed just uh, last week Build Back Better program, which raised taxes and fees on every single American and adds to the inflationary costs that every American family is seeing over Thanksgiving right now. It's disappointing. Um, there were some good provisions in that infrastructure bill. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my priorities called the One Federal Decision Act to, to lessen the amount of time it takes to get a project from an idea through the permitting process to actual construction was included in that Senate bill. I like that. But when you saw the Build Back Better plan, $1.75 trillion in spending and Green New Deal priorities that this country doesn't need, and only one Democrat voted against it, it was a deal made by the moderate Democrats with the far-left progressives, and I wasn't going to be a participant in any of it. Congressman Rodney Davis with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. So the infrastructure bill is now enacted. Illinois is going to get $17 billion at least. Uh, but we've got expensive roads. Uh, the Reason Foundation putting out uh, reports showing that Illinois dropped uh, over uh, a five-year period 12 positions from number 28 in the country to number 40 in the country. What do you think is behind that? Well, that's a question I think you need to ask the governor's office. And if they respond to you, I'd like to hear their response. It's also a question that I think state legislators need to ask when they're uh, going through their oversight responsibilities, because it wasn't too long ago that Illinois passed a capital bill. And to top that off, when you look at some of the spending that we put forth in the Bipartisan CARES Act, when you look at transit funding and you look at airport funding, we spent upwards of nine times as much on an annual basis for those entities as part of infrastructure investment during our COVID relief bills than what they will spend over the life of this infrastructure bill, so-called infrastructure bill they just passed. I'm concerned, too, that it doesn't matter how many billions of dollars come to this state. If we don't have an administration that's willing to put those dollars towards construction, what good is it for Illinois citizens in getting their upgrades to our roads and our bridges and our airports and our transit systems? These are the types of things that we need real leadership in Springfield to address. And I'm not too sure we've got it. 
Congressman Randy Davis with us on WMAY at 815 now. Uh, something else that you guys have been busy with in Congress, of course, in the U.S. House. Uh, big news was that they uh, passed the Build Back Better bill uh, that uh, President Joe Biden's been pushing for. Uh, we'd heard everything from $3.5 trillion to $5-plus trillion. Uh, what is the ultimate price tag for taxpayers on this? Uh, it's actually limitless when you look at uh, how they scored this bill. Remember, the Democrats said this bill was paid for, completely paid for. My colleague Sherry Bustos was on Fox News last week saying this bill was fully paid for. Well, if you believe the Congressional Budget Office, it's about $374 billion, even with the scoring gimmicks, $374 billion in deficit spending. That's a complete and utter lie that it's paid for by the Democrats. And part of this, too, are tax provisions that are going to put tax rates for small businesses and many small businesses and many companies that are struggling to find employees right now, put them at a 7% higher tax rate now than where they were before we passed the Trump tax cuts a few years ago. That's why I'm certainly hoping that Senator Sinema and Senator Manchin and others hold their ground in the Senate and this disastrous piece of overspending does not become law. Congressman, uh, we've also seen some other controversial uh, votes uh, in the U.S. House, and in particular one to uh, punish uh, one of the Republican members. And I haven't seen this meme, apparently, that upset a bunch of people, but it was like an anime meme or something. I don't even know what, what it was, but the, the U.S. House had a big uh, you know, big vote about it uh, to, to hold one of the Republicans' uh, uh, members in, in um, some kind of uh, punishment uh, of sorts. Uh, where, where did you stand on this uh, um resolution against uh, Representative Gosar, and uh, how do we get control of what I think is on all sides, you see the extremes, of uh, a toxic political discourse? How do we get control of that? Well, it's something I've tried to work on myself ever since uh, having to run for bullets on a baseball field a few years ago. And, uh, you know, some days were successful, other days were not. Look, uh, I've never seen this meme that uh, I kept getting asked about over last week. Uh, I do know that uh, Paul apologized to all of us in, in our conference meeting. And when you look at what resolution we had to vote on, this is typical to Democrats. It's all a distraction from them spending $1.75 trillion and, and really crippling our economy. And what they did, say they kicked Paul off his committees, just like they did Marjorie Taylor Greene a few short months ago. That has never happened in the history of the House. Remember, Charlie Rangel was censured as the chair of Ways and Means, but he didn't get kicked off of committees because that has not happened. It is a terrible precedent that Nancy Pelosi is setting that will not end, just like the terrible precedents of, of political impeachments that we saw with the Trump administration. If America thinks it's going to stop, it's not because this has been done by the Democrats and our base is going to demand that these same processes get used. And I think it's terrible that the majority can kick people off of committees now. Um, I had that happen uh, in the case of the 1-6 the Select Committee. I was part of the initial group of appointees made by Kevin McCarthy. And then Speaker Pelosi said, nope, Jim Jordan won't do. Nope, Jim Banks won't do. I'm not going to play that game, Madam Speaker. And she's a lame duck speaker right now. And I think she's doing everything she can to, to really appease her far left base. Congressman, of course, the uh, um, November 22 election is 
believe it or not, less than a year away, uh, we have new congressional maps that have been sent to the governor. They were sent on November 2nd. Here it is, the 23rd of November. He still has yet to sign them. Uh, what What's going on here, and uh, what are your plans? Well, I, to answer your question, you'd have to ask the governor uh, about why he hasn't signed them yet. That's that's uh, something only he can answer. Uh, my plans are, are remain the same. When when the maps become final, uh, I'll make my uh, I'll make a, a choice based upon the political battlefield that's in front of me. Uh, I, I don't know what that battlefield is going to be. I've always said my first choice is to to run for reelection and eventually become the chair of our transportation and infrastructure committee. Uh, but it, you know, my future and the future of Republicans in Congress and in the state house are determined by the supermajority Democrats in Springfield who really haven't been doing a bang-up job over the last few decades. But, Congressman, we have others, uh, your colleague uh, um, you know, Darren LaHood, uh, Mike Bost. Uh, they've announced that they're they're going to the run in their districts that uh, have not been enacted yet. Why, why are you holding out? Because I don't trust the Democrats in Springfield until it's actually law. They can do what they want to do, but I made my decision, um, and I'll, I'll base it based upon what the governor's office ends up doing with the maps. Congressman Rodney Davis here on the WMAY morning news feed at 820. And finally, if I don't ask you this question, I'm going to be raked over the coals uh, because I see uh, Jim Leach posting on social media, him requesting uh, your office to have you on his show. Uh, and uh, he hasn't yet uh, to have you on his show recently. Uh, and he, he takes to social media to publicly uh, criticize you for not coming on his show. Uh, when are you going to be back on uh, with the Jim Leach show? Well, you know me well enough to know, Greg, uh, publicly criticizing me doesn't make me uh, do something like go on an opinion show. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, Jim knows when he's got his news director hat on, I'm happy to talk to him at any press conference and answer any questions. But uh, when you, you dedicate a lot of your show and the, the show's social media uh, platform to just criticizing Darren LaHood and me on a regular basis, that's an opinion show. Um, you know, I'm happy to talk news just like I am with you. Uh, you know, I don't tell you what questions you can or cannot ask me. Uh, but this is a, you know, this is a problem with social media today. And you know, unfortunately, uh, for some, you know, it's the criticism is, uh, is not making me, is not making me want to go on an opinion show anytime sooner. Well, Congressman, I appreciate you taking the time with us. We'll definitely connect again. Uh, what's next for uh, for the House? Uh, are you guys done for the year, or uh, are you guys going to come back and, and deal with any other issues? Oh, God, no. The bang-up job Democrats in Washington have been doing uh, lead, are leading us to another uh, possible government shutdown on December 3rd. Uh, they can't. They, they, they can pass trillions of dollars in spending, but they can't pass an annual appropriation cycle on time. They can't do a, a long-term continuing resolution even. So we're going to come up to another one of these artificial deadlines in a, a week or so, and, and you'll see that the world is falling apart because Republicans and Democrats can't come together in Washington. And then the Democrats will put together some terrible spending plan and pass it on their own and kick the can down the road for another fiscal year. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I, I totally forgot about that. Uh, that uh, the- December uh, deadline for for the uh, the spending plan and the uh, the the possible government shutdown and, and that's despite having already passed a trillion plus in new spending uh, so we'll definitely keep a close eye on what happens with that uh, it's going to keep you guys busy that's for sure uh, Congressman Rodney Davis greatly appreciate you taking the time this morning we'll connect again soon all right.
Thanks, Seaman.